okay? I just want to set you straight before you make any mistakes that you can't undo. You're having all these feelings. Of course you're going to have these feelings. You're under a lot of pressure. But feelings are not facts. You have emotions go, oh, yeah, I'm feeling some kind of way, but I'm going to do this thing because I'm a professional. Yeah. I'm a professional. Don't let your feelings sabotage your experience in this life. Do not. This is the greatest stage in the world for you to present your act on. Do not allow the little things to derail your bigger picture. Ooh, well, she's going to preach this evening. Let the church say amen. 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 You know, it's sometimes hard to look at the bigger picture when you're in the situation because there's so many emotions happening. But just because you have one emotional day doesn't mean that you have to throw this opportunity away. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know how many bitches can't get a job? Yeah. You know how many bitches work for years in this business, in this game? Never had recognition. Don't walk away from it. You know, Mary, I, I, I didn't think we'd get another kind of book of Gospel of RuPaul kind of speech on RuPaul's Drag Race. I thought we were kind of past that. But you could really hear and see the desperation of a producer kind of saving a sinking ship. I mean, this was a, oh, this was a moment. This was, and, and I have so many thoughts about it, but I, I think of, you know, myself watching it on Friday, kind of the fresh watch. I ate this up like Cap'n Crunch. I mm. loved it. I am the target audience for when the gospel of RuPaul comes out. When, when she starts to preach, I fan myself, I tithe, I do it all. I speak in tongues. It's such great advice, though, too, because how many times have we been there where we're, you know, we're feeling some type of way, as she might say, or we're emotional or we're angry. And then we just we don't want to do something that we have to do. We mm. you just have to show up and do it. You just have to go through it. You can't just run away from it or you can't like, I don't know, find all of these other reasons of why it's not working or why you can't. Because at the end of the day, like they're. Those are just other that's just emotional reasons coming in. Right. You blame this person. You blame that person. You blame this part. But it's actually you just got to do it. You just got to go. And sometimes there are six specific characters in an improv challenge that must be cast and we can't have another girl walking out. <laughs> So let's catch RuPaul before lunch, before she digs into that Erwan salad. (laughs) You know, Michelle definitely would have played Kahana's part. Oh, my God. That would have been (laughs) such a gift. I mean, maybe they could have gotten Georges to show up, you know, a day early. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Although she would be terrible at improv. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Just dead behind the eyes. Uh, she's gonna go smoke this blunt. Yeah, this big ass blunt. <laughs> oh yeah, this big ass blunt. Yeah. Uh, y- yeah, you know, I I was happy that this speech happened. Um, it uh, Kahana leaving. <sighs> did I expect this to happen? I don't know. I I guess I expected it to happen when Heidi left. Oh, for for that to be what cues RuPaul to come in and and do the speech. I mean, the, here's the thing, and I don't, 
I don't necessarily know. I don't. I don't think that. I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anybody. But I watching this again and taking notes. I was kind of fantasizing that from the moment that it's Kahana and Candy and somebody else sitting at the table talking about their characters, and then Kahana. Oh, maybe Lala. And then Kahana was like. I'm sorry, this this energy is just not it for me. And it's another acting challenge. As soon as that started, I thought, oh, what if the improv challenge has already started? <laughs> and what if everything that is now happening is one big improv challenge because it's meant to lead up to RuPaul having this moment mid or two-thirds of the way through the season? And Mary through that. And I'm not saying like the Alexis crying earlier part was part of this. It's specifically the specific beat is that shot of the three of them at the table and Kahana being like, I'm sorry, this energy just isn't from it for me. And I was like, it's already begun. I'm already in from this I'm already, yeah. <laughs> and and I don't know if it's just because I just watched Joan is Awful from the Black, yeah. the Black Mirror episode where I'm like, sure. oh, this isn't reality. <laughs> well, you know, I it's interesting that you bring this up because that set up to RuPaul entering did sort of feel... Like the producers were like, can we just take this back and we need you to set up the scene, uh-huh. Kahana, that you want to leave? Can you, you uh-huh. need to do this again because it was backstage and uh, the camera crew wasn't there. Like, I think that they, I think that I could even see that scene being shot after RuPaul gave this speech absolutely absolutely i mean there's so many like little details there's like when jimbo has the line of like who knew she was watching the whole time i was like this is performance mm. this is all pro-. or when when rupaul's like you know uh where are we standing over here we over here i was yeah, like this right, is RuPaul right. playing the grand dame you know even the way that like the, some of the camera angles showed the cameras in the room i was like oh no all of this this is an improv challenge Interesting. Yeah, I mean, one part of it, I might not believe that the RuPaul being like, are we over here? Where are we standing? Like, I feel like that might actually be how RuPaul is when she has to get on set. Oh, no, I agree. I agree, but but she's performing how she is on set. Yes, always. But uh, why I think the improv might have happened after that scene is because... Candy with the dramatics. Ugh, uh, I'm just kidding. That's uh, a little dig at a candy. But no, but candy like getting emotional. I was like, well, I, that doesn't seem like it's part of the improv challenge. Like that happened and then they needed to set it up properly. Oh, you think candy crying was real? I think candy crying was real yeah i think she was i think they were all a little emotional rupaul had to come in set him straight and then the producer was like look we need a scene setting this up see i think candy crying might have been the most artificial moment in this entire oh pre-act yeah. one i didn't improv see that challenge yeah but i, I didn't also see that. i've been i don't I think mean, she's that good well, here's the thing. Here's something I've been feeling all season, and and there's a very specific moment where I felt it this episode that's earlier on. But when we have not talked about this dynamic in a while, but Candy is a producer's contestant. Oh, I saw that in a talking head for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, yes. she is, and for anyone producer, I mean, it, so basically, the the originator of this was Laganja Estranja in yes. season six when she was very much in the talking heads. It's it's a version of self-production and trying to give the producers exactly what they want to hear to give them a moment. Oh, yeah. Alexis is a producer's contestant. 
She is, but in a way that is like more Chanel than Laganja. Okay. Well, it's just I know that Alexis, I can hear Alexis when she sits down to do confessionals being like, oh, wait, I like Valerie cherishing it, right? Like, I have mm-hmm. a good sound bite mm-hmm. for you. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But Candy, I, I see through it the way that I saw through Laganja, where I'm like, oh, little girl, I'm the right one for you, little girl. You're not going to hit me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You won't hit me. I I definitely hear that. No, but you know what? Whether, you know, this is a a sort of pseudo staged moment, it was still really important for RuPaul to get this. The, all of this out, uh, the, just this speech about like you have to push through, uh, recognizing you know that they are going to have a lot of feelings. You're under a lot of pressure. Um, one of her favorite refrains is "feelings are not facts," which I think is really good advice in this type of environment, uh, especially on reality shows. I did hear, though, the desperation of a producer, right? When she's like, no, this is fun, right? You're having fun, right? Say -hmm. you're having fun. Have fun. This is a fun experience. I'm just like, okay. Uh, (laughs) Some some would argue. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, there's the sleep deprivation and the pressure cooker. And um, I mean, I think that like as a moment in television, yeah, whether this is true or not doesn't even matter because like. None it of doesn't. This. No, it's reality yeah, yeah. TV. It's all reality TV. It's just the fantasy of the and the lens to watch it through. Mm. But ultimately, what it brought us to, oh, RuPaul was covering all of the bases. Was yes. talking about you know feelings are not facts. Was talking about being a professional and pushing through because I'm a goddamn professional and like yes, you know th- that's important. And then and this is fun. This is a bowl of fun soup. You know, like remember that. And like so many queens who are like would you know a million girls would kill for this. Yeah, a million kill for this job. Yeah, a million yeah. girls would kill for this job. Oh, and then uh, Hollywood. Oh, this is the Hollywood town. What is it's it? A company town. Line? It's a company you know? town. She even got that. Like, do you know how many bitches yeah, it, work for years in this business in this game? <laughs> In this game, which is a variation of is the company town. Yes. It's, it's these bitches yes. in this game. It's, you know, how many bitches in this game? We don't get this opportunity. You're building your empire. You know, yeah. like, she covered... She's right, though. She is right. I was gonna say, none of this is wrong. This was all like a perfect opportunity for RuPaul to hit like four or five checkpoints of why it's like, here's five different ways to like look at what we're doing right now and like choose one of them and give make that the reason why you're not going to quit right now. I also really loved her calling out the tissue box in the workroom and just looking at Alexis and being like, well, you know, you're an emotional child. You've been crying this whole competition. Oh, I love that. And <laughs> laughing I love in her face. And the way she was like, I get it. It's fine. Oh, I mean, yeah, no, I... no. Yeah, but she does get it. She does yeah. get it. She's like, oh, yeah, you're, you're, you're walking with something extra. I think mm-hmm. that's a really, actually a beautiful way to put someone that just cries a lot. Uh, I have more notes on that, uh, more things to say about that when Alexis is fighting with Candy. But, like, some people just, like, cannot do that. And then when they try, they cry. <laughs> Well, I think especially on a show full of queer people, we should not be doing any sensitivity shaming because, like, if not here, then where, you know? And I, I get the Bianca Del Rio point of view of, like, oh, my God, what are you crying about? But I was like, well, that's, like, a that's a take. But ultimately, like, yeah, we're some of us are, you know, we got a little something in our step. We got a little sensitivity. There is that. There is absolutely that. And I think it's way more interesting television for someone to be like, "Ugh, stop crying. I, I love that. That mm-hmm. reaction, I think, is is just an interesting one, you know? 
Well, you, you know, it's like with a pie, you've got to have the crust and you got to have the filling, or else you're going to have a dry mm-hmm. pie or a pile of mush. You know what I mean? You got to have you, both. Are you hungry today? <laughs> you know, I, I. I I'll tell you what, girl. I'm working on this Seven Up cake in the fridge right now. Do you ever do you ever work on something? Do you ever have like something in the fridge you're working on? Uh, <laughs> actually, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I'm working on something right now. What's a Seven Up cake? It's like a it's like this kind of like bunt cake, but I guess apparently either you can make it with Seven Up or it's got seven. It's got a little bit of a lemon lime flavor, but it was just like an option when I was buying groceries on Amazon, and I was like, yeah, I want to eat that glazed bun cake so are you putting peanut butter on it well it doesn't it doesn't really go well with peanut butter but what i did do is i did mix i did mix a slice of it up in a mug with some vanilla ice cream okay so i i would just recommend putting just a little dollop of peanut butter on it but with the lemon lime you know what i mean like citrus and yeah lemon and peanut butter yeah why not yeah of course i don't know goes with everything peanut butter goes with most things except maybe cheese. That's the only thing I think. And like fish, right? Well, you know what's crazy? There's those peanut butter cheese crackers. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I feel like that's a very different thing than like a grilled cheese sandwich with peanut butter. I mean, that's a that's a whole other. That's a that's a yeah, that's an endeavor. But I, you know, I do like to put peanut butter on things. Certainly, uh, certainly this. Yeah, I just have a citrus and like citrus and chocolate, citrus and peanut butter. They just mm. live in different. They live in different towns, you know. Well, you know what, as RuPaul would say, do not allow the little things to derail your bigger picture, Colin. You do you. You know, you yeah. work on that bun cake. I'm, I'm working on that cake. I am working on it. You know, it's like sometimes when Marco's eating crunchies and he's kind of like chewing them in the side of his mouth. I'm like, oh, you're working on some crunchies over there? Because mm. he's like working at them like he's eating beef jerky. Yeah. Dogs work on bones. Yeah. 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 They're working Cats on it. They're working on it for like hours. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm working on a bun cake. Yeah. Ella works on like the catnip pillows I get him. Mm, like, works his dirty banana. Yeah. His dirty banana He and the carrot. Yeah. He works yeah. on those. Yeah. yeah he's he's a good time. So, good time. Well, um, speaking of work, you know, do you know how many bitches can't get a job? Yeah, right? <laughs> do you know how many bitches? You're building your empire. I mean, this was really RuPaul's Beatrice Strait in Network Moment. Like, this was, mm. you know, this was the speech, you know? I hear you. I have, I have to say, the BSA, if it's not going to the lollipop this episode, my BSA is actually going to RuPaul. Oh, Ru enactment RuPaul? Yes, Mary, that scene, mm-hmm. that, it, I, it was the best part of the rude actment. It, 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 the best part of the challenge was RuPaul. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, for all the times we've we've dog walked her and bodied her for just doing step touches at finales. She, you know, she tore it up, Miss Thing. This Literally, she tore oh, it up, Miss Thing. Oh, she literally tore it up. She yes. literally tore it up, Miss Thing. That's the edit. Um, <laughs> you tore it up, Miss Thing. Okay, I'm going to yeah. make that happen. <laughs> Oh, God. So good. Well, anyway, RuPaul, Gospel of RuPaul, vintage, vintage RuPaul here. I feel like any other time in the past, God, five years, it always felt really forced, right? Uh, The first time I remember it feeling forced was when she hugged Plastique I was literally just thinking, that's the, yes, that's the first thing that came to my mind is when she, I'm your mommy now. And then she was just like those big- Downfall. 
Yeah, wasn't there like that gif going around of like Gandalf hugging Harry, and it was just like this big hug. He was just like this big arms hugging around him. Do I know what I'm talking about? No. But... Okay, so Gandalf, you're mixing up uh, wizards. Oh, so you're talking the... about Dumbledore. 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 When they went to get the rings, yeah. Oh. He gave him a hug before they left and said, "Good <laughs> luck, favorite. and don't fuck it up." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, a wizard is never late. He arrives precisely on time. Yeah, why um, is no one ready? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, anyway, yes, RuPaul, for me, this episode was fantastic. Uh, I, I thought this episode was, uh, while very kind of controversial, it started a lot of online stuff. I'm just kind of ignoring all of that noise and I'm focusing on this episode. This was a pretty great episode, despite any, you know... Uh, disappointments people may have felt people are people are just charlie brown's teacher to me at this point it is wah, 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 wah. at this point i had a great time i had a great time with this episode i like i just had a good time i got everything i even i'll mm. even say this on first watch by the end of rupaul's little speech i had feelings and i haven't had feelings from this show in a long time and i was like you know what that was good <laughs> I need to hear that. There's one clip that I didn't get to clip, uh, and I wish I had, but it's, and and this is like a gif. I think it's something that people could send to each other. I thought it was one of the most beautiful kind of, I don't know, it seemed pretty authentic, was Jimbo rubbing Alexis's chest and saying, happy in your heart, happy in your heart, happy in your heart. Oh, Jimbo was getting the Good Friend Award this week. Twice yeah. Jimbo got the Good Friend Award. I, oh, twice. Yes, yeah. twice. I, oh, my God. Don't worry. Don't, it's early in the day. Yeah, I just, I loved how Canadian Jimbo was about all yes. of this. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. It's early in the day. I love that. I just yeah. love that they placed it. It was probably like 6.30 in the morning when this yeah, all happened. right. Furiously rubbing her. Just calm down. Just If you could just calm down. Oh, just cry. Finally, it was like, just oh, yeah. cry. Just cry. Okay, and then just she cry. starts sobbing. Oh, poor little puppy. Oh, oh my God. God. It was, I mean, just, I I've love it. There. When somebody oh. allows you to cry, <gasps> oh, God, then you're like, I'm just going to let it all out. I mean, that's the thing is, uh. like, and I will get to it, but, like, the, when Alexis cried, I was like, I cannot sit here and act like I might not do the same thing at right. this point. Right. Especially if I've been given up my first choice more than once to more than one person I, and I'm tired and I haven't won anything. Like, I can't sit here and say I wouldn't have pulled the same moves as Mrs. Michelle. Oh, I see with the fight. All right. Well, let's get there. Uh, before we do get there, I just want to note for anybody playing All Right, Mary Bingo, we did get a somebody has a fire lit inside of her. La La Ree did say that at the start of this episode. So, just so you note. Oh, oh, well, there you go. I, we, you know, still no crybaby, but we did get a fire lit inside of somebody. So, yeah, yeah um, there it is. There it is. You know. Uh, my my first note was I, maybe this is just a trend among first outs, but didn't Irene also threaten to poop in a station on season fifteen? Irene, <laughs> Irene, <laughs> that name. Um, I know, Irene, you monster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is camp, Marys. This is on Twitter where Alexis posted like 
queer people shouldn't be tearing each other down, not now or ever. And then Irene comments, not even on national television for other people's entertainment. And then uh, Alexis just responds to her, you monster. <laughs> and it's, it, on. I was like, you better work, bitch. You better work, <laughs> you better work party. Bitch. Party. <laughs> You monster. No period. Right? No, no period. punctuation. Just yeah. you monster. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, wait, what did you just ask uh, before I said you monster? About Irene I? pooping in a station. Because oh, James threatens to poop in a yes, station. Yes. Know. Somebody did say, like, oh, P.S. I pooped in one of your stations. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody did yeah. say that. So get Sounds the fuck like out of my station. Don't poop in my station. Oh. Whenever yeah. anybody's talking about the station. You know, that's like yeah. a drag race thing. They're stations. Mm. That's a that's stations like, of the stations of the cross, stations of the workroom, station you know? stations of the cross dressers. <laughs> Mary, I mean, put it on a tote bag. Yeah, put it yeah. on a tote bag. Stations of the cross dressers. Stations of uh, the cross dressers. Brilliant. Uh. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking of cross dressing, we're going shoplifting. Um. I, I, I have to say that I was actually very pleasantly surprised at this challenge, how they were going to do this improv challenge. I'm happy that it wasn't like, uh, what was it, like LAPD, that improv challenge? Oh, yes, yes. See, I was expecting something more like that, whereas this was yeah. way more produced. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just want to note, just before we kind of dive into the challenge itself, I just want to because I have these little notesies here. We talked about Candy being the producer's contestant. And the moment where it like jumped out to me this week is when in act one, when they were all like sitting down and talking about like, you know, uh, Jessica's teeth and mm. Kahana's teeth and all that. And, oh, we, you know, we're going to get brand new teeth. And then Candy says, we can get brand new teeth after we count these votes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. You know, for all of the accusations that Alexis gets for being like, I'll take the prompt. Thank you. No, you know, listen, Candy, Candy takes that prompt and it is so obliviously obvious oh, if that's possible. You know, she's I'm taking not gonna, the prompt. But but, you know what? I, I I also love that. I don't know that they're not hiding it because it's like we know we know. It's yeah, I love this form decor furniture. It's just like yeah. oh god. Yeah. It, it's like it's the just... walls aren't real brick. We know that the producers are telling them to open the box. What's in the box? Like we know. We know. So I appreciate it. Who was it last season? Or maybe it was All Star Seven. Oh, it was All Star Seven. Where it's like, oh, they know that we know, and so they're doing it like we know. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just those those little moments where like, Candy's been kind of doing this all season where she's been narrating in the room, you know, like mm. that means next week it's gonna be thirty thousand dollars. Like, oh, you know, we know Candy, we know. <laughs> um oh. Also, just an act to one gun, as they're talking about the decision to send James home over Kahana, Alexis says, well, you have a win, and James didn't. So, I mean, that's just how you got to vote. Cut to mm. the bottom two this week. Look who's got a win and who didn't. But uh, Oh, and Ka oh, I see. Yeah, I see. and I thought, oh, that's an interesting, whereas, like, then at the end of the episode, Alexis is like, I mean, I have a better track record. And it's like, well, it's not what you were saying last week. That's not, but you know what? At some point, the the scales might tip in someone else's favor if they've, you know, not been in the bottom three times in a row. You know, I, it's if you're counting wins versus bottoms. But I think it's just interesting that 
Alexa's main point is, well, you have a win and she doesn't. At that point, Kahana had already been in the bottom three times. And so, like, you know, at this point, it was just like, okay, well, at what point, when are we tipping those scales? Well, and, you know, it is argue, arguable that Kahana should have been in the bottom this episode. Um, so we'll get there when we get there. I Here's a trivia question for you because I don't know the answer. What did Kahana win a challenge for? I don't even remember. Oh, God. It was, and I had to, the only reason I can remember it is because I can remember Darian in that challenge, but it was the girl group challenge from week one, whereas, where they could really have given it to like four different queens. Mm. And it was the perfect opportunity to do that thing where they give an early out the win on the first week. Yes. And then it's like, oh, no, Kahana's definitely a competitor. No, don't count her out. She won the mm. first challenge. I feel right. like we've seen that before. Right, we saw that with Nina, Nina Bonita Brown. One, I think, the first episode, uh, right? But on an All Star season, when like an oh, early out, season. Okay, yeah, I you see, know, I or see. someone you're you're kind of counting out. Like I think, even in some ways, not that she didn't earn it, but Tatiana winning the talent show in All Stars mm. Two, it was like she earned it. She Ugh. earned it, but it also was like now there was really no doubt of like what's Tatiana doing in this race because from her original season she was kind of like the newbie when in, in in mall drag compared to the rest of them. Yeah, uh, hey, uh, there, there, I, no arguments for me there, but I will say, what you see isn't always the truth. Say it with me. What you see, see it, no, isn't we, always. It's not. <laughs> Always, it's not the, it's not the, it's not what it's true. It's not true. That's not true, Candy. <laughs> That's not true, Candy. Do we have it? Oh, I, we, we, we still we only have the. Yeah, we have to edit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We still just have the longer version, but yeah. Should I play it and then you can fix it, or what do you want to do? I'd love. To I'll play just, it. I'll just... edit it in right here. All right. <laughs> not true, Candy. That's right. That's not. That's not That's true. Not true, Candy. candy. Uh, anyway, um, we get the casting couch scene. I think that's what I'm just going to call it now, the casting couch, uh, because bad things happen on the casting <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I love that Kahana is channeling her drag mother because when she was sitting mm. there with the puss on her face, it made me oh, think about Oh, she was in the... tears, Mary. It looked like she was yeah. going to cry. No, I definitely, I thought that was when the tears were going to start, but it, it reminded me of the Can I Get an Amen challenge when Dita, when, when, Coco says, thanks, detox. And she's like really pissed off. Thanks, detox. Because she had to go first. Thanks, detox. Um, or when she and Honey Davenport, Honey Mahogany, Honey Mahogany, when they had to play the puppet, the puppeteer and the puppet in the children's show. And uh -huh. Coco is yeah. just like, I'm a sad puppet because she didn't have the role she wanted. And I'm just like, oh, Kahana, I love this. I love how the Montrese is just going to puss on their face. Oh, God. Well, you know, Kahana is very, very uh, pretty. I think that she, you know, has, has a lot of talent. And Drag Race, you know, it, it, it taps into a lot of different skill sets. And it's unfortunate when you arrive on a season and they do most challenges where it's not your skill set. Uh, I look at a season like season seven, right? There were a lot of acting challenges for a lot of look queens. You know, sometimes it just doesn't work out in your favor. This is what Roxy was all upset about during season five. It was like, you know, hence why to give me a sewing challenge and I'll show you what you like, or whatever that lyric is. Um, <laughs> she was so pissed off because it was another acting challenge. Why yeah. do I got to be funny? Why can't I just be glamorous? 
You know, I can't remember which social media or which drag queen said it, but it it's worth investigating or kind of fantasizing about Mary because we love talking through tears. We love drama. You know, Beatrice Strait, Sally Field, right? Like hereditary. Meanwhile, like all of the acting challenges on Drag Race are comedy, right? It's like you have to be funny. You have to make Rue laugh. But like where are the challenges that are like drama, you know, where it's like Mm. heavy shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's like there is, I, I feel like it, it could end up looking like Psycho Beach Party. You know what I mean? Where it's just mm, like, because it's still be drag queens. <laughs> no, it would be great, but I feel like it's still drag queens. You know what I mean? It's still, there's still like an inherent wink wink to it. Yeah. I would love to see it. I'd love to see, you know, a hereditary of all drag queens. But I, whenever a drag queen does a lip sync to the I'm your, I am your mother speech, it's like, yes, it's fucking heaven. But I feel like it's also still uh, in slightly funny, you know. Um, they could make a spoof of Hereditary, call it Hereditary, you know, or she already mm-hmm. done had her Terry's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she but Hereditary I, already done had hers. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but how high drag would it be to you know have one of like a meltdown, have uh, fighting, have like a tense scene, like really like hard scene work i don't know i it's it would be kind of cool it'd be kind of cool and you know what made me think about that was how phenomenal jessica's performance was this episode uh and we'll get to it when we get to it but like i don't know i'm i'm here for it for something to be really dramatic that then it would be funny i don't you know what i mean well and this folks is where i have to bring a very important psa to the podcast that i think we've talked about on a recent Matreon episode, but like I, I once again implore you all uh, to view the 14 year old video of Chanel lip syncing to my immortal um. at the, the showgirls performance at Mickey's it in, you know, look for the, look for the bloody wedding dress. Mm. It is exactly what we're talking about. I watched that again recently. That is, that is hands down. One of my favorite drag performances I've ever seen. And it, and it's, there's like an edge of camp, but she sells the shit out of it in a way where I'm like, I forgot this was Chanel, you know, mm. I forgot that this was the, you know, uh, you know, what, you know, hide your purses, hide your bags, you know, at the next bachelor party, Chanel. It, so it, anyone who wants to see a drag queen in drag completely sell a serious performance that could have gone over the top and does go over the top in a good way. That's the one. I got to tell you, a drag queen that can go in the middle of a bar where people are drinking and talking and like create a, you know, a dramatic moment. That's a lot of power. And that takes a lot of skill. I did see that happen once. Um, We talk about Dusty Ray Bottoms doing Peach Plum Pear and how fabulous that performance was. And it wasn't like this, yes, reveal, but it was just like a really powerful performance. I saw an equally powerful performance at Pieces of All Places on that little stage. Rosé, before she was on the show, she performed um, this song called Funny from the musical Dogfight. Oh, my God. It was so brilliant. And for her to just kind of like bring us all in and do this like really tearful, sad song, 
Ugh, just to sell it on her face in the middle of that environment. I was so impressed. So, you know, as Joan Crawford might say, like, the sword, it cuts both ways. Like, you can go over the top and be funny, but I think there's something also equally entertaining about, like, you know, bringing out another emotion. Yeah, I mean, I think I think of Sasha Valore and the whole nightgowns kind of review. Mm. I think of that performance of Mr. Cellophane that Vigor Mortis did. Oh, sure, yeah. That was, like, totally... Not, you know, wink, wink. Um, and then I guess, you know, I, we've talked about this in our ballads episode, but that lip sync in Mulholland Drive. I mean, that's. Oh, God. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's. Yeah. Um, anytime a queen on Canada's Drag Race does Celine and like does it straightforward. Mm, mm. Mm, yeah. Mm. Those queens, they give it to you with Celine. You make me feel like a natural woman. Wrecking uh -huh. Ball by Trixie. Right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. when she pulled her hair out? That's mm -hmm. still one of my favorite lip sync gags. Yeah. When she pulled that fucking hair out. That uh, was, oh, uh, that was so good. Kennedy goddamn Davenport doing green light. Like, yep. there was nothing funny about it. Oh, it was so good. Kennedy yeah. goddamn Davenport doing any lip sync, I will say, is uh, it, uh, it, top tier for me. Yeah. Top tier. Top tier. Yeah. One of, the, one of the most, exactly, dramatic lip syncs. Um, let's go back to this episode. Uh, so we were talking about the casting couch because uh, we started talking about Kahana and the Montresas. Anyway, um, we get this fight between Alexis and Candy. You know, I, I got to say, I'm just kind of ignoring all of the online rhetoric about this stuff. And I, cause I just want to note, like, it's not that it's not valid. It's just not how I'm watching this show. This was entertaining as fuck. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I agreed. I do not care what, you know, uh, stupid McDumb sandwich 27 things on Twitter about this fight. I, I just love that Alexis is kind of having a Diane Weist. Somebody has to like me best moment. I just mm. love that. That's where this is coming from to me. It's like at some point I have to get my first choice. Yes. Like, I, I just, I get it and I love it and I get it and I empathize with it, but I also understand the point of view of like girl, but I also understand like they are tired. I mean, like, I don't know. I, oh. I'm not judging this that harshly. I gotta say like Alexis, the wheels in her head, her mind was spinning so fast. And that's why I think she broke down and cried because there was so much going on in her head during probably this like 15 minute segment that was pinned down to three minutes. But basically she was like, I don't have a win. It's another acting challenge. I have to step up and stand up for myself. Meanwhile, this confrontation act, this thing that Alexis like tried to do, not comfortable for Alexis. It's just not in her nature. You can tell. And everybody in the room knew that, which is why they were all like, mm -hmm. because Alexis cannot, it's just, that's not it's not something in her nature but she had to put it on for this reality show she knew she had to like well i have to stand up for myself right have you ever watched somebody stand up for themselves for the first time i gotta tell you if you haven't it always ends in tears <laughs> yeah i mean like i have i i have a very you've been there yeah mary <laughs> Mary, uh, let me tell you, I, so, and I won't go into a whole long tangent, but based in eighth grade, I mean, I went through a lot of bullying, <laughs> sixth through eighth grade, she's laughing at me. Uh, I, in eighth grade, I was, I was getting bullied by these kids, so these other, like, classmates of mine, and they, it was an ongoing thing. And, mm, I'm sorry, and, Mary. 
oh my whatever you know i haven't carried it to my adulthood in any way whatsoever um i don't still think about it at the age of 38 which i think is really healthy you know <laughs> i've managed to let 24 years go by unscathed but um anyway i got on the bus and i was not in the mood and i said and i and there were like there were the regulars of us kind of sitting around and and i and the other kids could tell like I was just like not happy and I was like don't fuck with me right now like do not fuck with me and then one started like whispering something to the other and like looked at me and that set me off and I beat the shit out of that kid <gasps> I launched out and I beat the shit out of him <laughs> and I that was not a thing that I did I beat the shit out of him and then I was and I said don't fuck with me and then I cried the rest of the way home on the bus oh my god yeah uh, <laughs> and like and it was oh. And I did, I did not, I, I, I was, <laughs> I was like, uh, what a mess. <laughs> you know, what a mess. You know, because I was sitting there and I was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of this kid. And I thought, why well, fight it? Okay. Okay. So I didn't. Well, Mary, I think that's, I don't know. That's how I kind of read Alexis. I will also say this, like. Alexis was way in her head thinking too fast. She was putting, she was placing and projecting upon Candy something that Candy didn't even know about, which is this idea that Alexis was like, listen, I'm being kind. You have to be kind now. You know, it's fine mm -hmm. for Alexis to think Candy should do something, but to expect her to do it, I think is really unfair, right? Candy's going to live her life. Alexis doesn't have the moral authority here. Candy's in a competition, right? Alexis thinks, you know, oh, this is a sisterhood. We should share the wins in a way. But Candy's like, uh-uh, girl, no. Like, we'll settle this another way, but I'm not just going to, like, give up my part because you think it's kind. You know, that's not, that's not Candy's problem. There's always time for kindness. <laughs> kindness. <laughs> for kindness. Well, you, well, know, you like, know what? There's always time for being a bitch. For being a bitch. And there's and you know what? Here's the deal. Candy's not necessarily wrong here. No. Because if Alexis is going to say, well, there's really no difference between the roles, then you're like, fine. Then you take the DA. There clearly must be a difference. And we saw the final product. <laughs> there was a difference. There was a huge difference. I actually like was gagged. Uh, Candy just... Don't try to trick me. You know, if they're so similar, then you take it, right? Yeah. She wasn't like, you go wrong. wrong. She, mm, wasn't, she wrong. wasn't wrong. It was just an emotional situation where it was like Alexis is just reacting to the fact that she keeps giving away her first choice yeah. to other people yeah. who are just being like, no, I don't have another. I'm not interested in another choice. Like we've seen Lala confidently say, no, that's what I want twice. And we've seen Candy be like, well, this is the, the role I need twice. And so it's right. like. Right. And and if it's true that what we didn't see with the Rusical was that Alexis had to fight, you know, and lost right. mm -hmm. uh, for the wire hanger Joan role. I yep. mean, like, I get it. I get it. And like, yeah, some people well, would, would not cry in this situation and some of us would. I think that I don't know. It, it's I think Alexis was just thinking so fast here because if she had just kind of laid it out to Candy like a sister, quote unquote, like a sister. Um, I Basically being like, look, I, I, I feel like I've been giving up these roles. A and, you know, can you just concede this role? Like, there's not that much of a difference. I'd rather have this one. Um, 
I know there is a difference, but I'd rather have this one. Can you just concede, please? I feel like I have been doing that. Is, is it possible, right? Instead of, I don't know, basically what Alexis was doing was just kind of like not saying any of that and trying to trick Candy. Because I think she was kind of, you know, trying to get her to concede without having to be so emotional and vulnerable. Yeah. Well, uh, it's clear that Alexis does not want conflict with Candy because Alexis, I don't think, is good at conflict. And she's afraid of her. (laughs) She's afraid of her. What a mess. (laughs) What a mess. Well, you know, I don't know. The fact when when Alexis said, like, well, I'll be the bigger person yet again, if you're not the bigger person, if you hold a grudge about it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, did she hold a grudge about it or was it just, you know, I mean, I I feel like she made the right decision of like, I'm going to go outside and get some fresh air, yeah, you know, yeah, go have yeah. a bubbly, talk yeah. to a producer, um, yeah. put some of I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, Marys that are listening and, and you, Mary, like, yeah, <clears throat> I would probably cry too if I'm like in my head and all of this, right? Um, it... it it, it was it was a lot. It was a lot, uh, and I feel for Alexis. I also think when Alex when when Candy stood up and was like, "Oh, I can't with these dramatics enough," right? Uh, I I also felt that too. I was like, "Oh yeah, like this is a lot. This is a lot." Yeah. Well, you know, and and because it's like once all of this happens, and then you know. Uh, Alexis goes outside to, you know, gather herself. Like, this is where, like, you can see it in the episode where it cuts to then Candy mm. and Kahana and Lala at the table. And I was like, Oh, well, this. no, before that, we get happy, happy in your heart, happy, happy. Oh, in your yeah, heart. yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like, there's all of that of like, basically, they resolve the Alexis Michelle situation. Yes. Um, yes. And Jimbo gets her first good friend award of the, of the episode. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, it, it literally, like, Forensic Queens Act One has already started, <laughs> and already if you in. watch it through that lens, it is fascinating. Mm, mm, brilliant. Well, uh, we we kind of already talked about RuPaul uh, mm-hmm. gathering everybody around, um, and you know we get Jimbo. Wow, RuPaul really let us have it, um, mm-hmm. which is a great. Which great little line that you don't know if it's real or not, you know, because it's so Canadian. Yeah, I also feel like from this we really got um we really got like Jimbo or not Jimbo, excuse me, Jessica is kind of the adult in the room because she was like, mm. I just can't believe this. We are being such a mess. Like I think she says like, uh, we had a rough morning. And yeah. uh, so RuPaul yeah. had to come in and I just thought, "Oh, yeah. Jessica, <laughs> you're from way back in the day. Like you know about a tough drag race." Like Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just really saw yeah. Jessica the adult in the room at this point. She reminded me of the babysitter kind of reporting to the mom, right? Because the mom comes home after work at like five and it's like, oh, how was your day, right? And the babysitter's like, well, you know, we had a little bit of a rough morning, but, you know, it got better Mm -hmm. by lunchtime. They just, you know, I think they needed to sleep a little bit, eat a little bit. I took them to McDonald's, you know? Yeah, like she's got a good humor about it at this point, but it was annoying at like 10 o'clock this morning. And it's like, yeah. It's fine now. Yeah, no, everything's yeah. fine. Anyway, yeah. you know, gotta go. It's Tuesday. Yeah. 
I do love that they did include the idea of being a sensitive soul because it is valid, right, to cry and to just have those emotions, to to not be good at conflict. I think Alexis even said it in the talking head, like, you know, it makes me think that competitions aren't a good place for me because it is so uh, hard, right? It's it. There is so much emotions, uh, so so much, so many emotions wrapped up into it. Anyway, that uh, felt that like a little bit of an act to gun. Also, yes. Like once yes. you have somebody say, maybe this isn't for me. It's like mm. practice that exit line, honey. Oh, girl. Uh, then we get a how you doing, Candy from Alexis. Was the did this feel um, scripted to you as well, or or prompted? I mean, it felt. <sighs> The way I watched this scene was like Anne Alexis and, and Cousin Candy like got in a fight earlier at the reunion and now they're like meeting over the hot dog tray and it's like, hey, sorry about before. Like it was I, I think maybe what felt weird to me was like family fights. And I was like, I didn't realize y'all were uh, I didn't realize the family tree and the Michelles and the Muses were so uh, yeah intertwined. I didn't realize the branches tangled. I I absolutely do not believe that. Uh, I I believe that the spirit is there, right? Like we protect our other castmates, but like Candy and Alexis aren't hanging out. You know what I mean? Like that's not yeah. a thing. They're like, not texting this is back and forth. No, not my sister Nasha. You know, yeah, not my sister Nasha. I I was very uncomfortable watching this uh, resolution, this reconciliation. It felt really forced. I actually was like kind of cringing a little bit. Uh, not because of either of them, but just because it did just feel so... Did they do this before or do they even mean this right now? I just don't think that they were good at this. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think it was... Uh, yeah, maybe the improv challenge continued. Maybe this... Mm. Yeah, maybe this is uh, another part of it. Um, I, I will say what I, what I did like or what I did feel was genuine in comparison was a mini master... Improv master class from Jimbo... Um, I liked the point oh. of view of like, how do you just, you know, come on, everybody, let's let loose. Uh, I liked let the, her, loose, <laughs> let loose. Uh, but I liked the the sort of Jimbo tagline of like, find the joy in it and then share that joy. And I thought, mm. well, that's a that's an interesting point of view. And I thought, yeah, I get what you're talking about. You know, yeah. it's like you find that character, you find that voice. You know, and we talk about yeah. Denali's mom. I think right. there's a we we love the that woman in that world, and we just want to share the, the snack cabinet of Denali's mom's kitchen. Mm, mm, Nolly. Nolly. Oh, yeah. Nolly, hon. Nolly. Hey, Nol? Yeah. <laughs> Nols. Hey, Nols. Nols. Hey, Nols. How many times do I have to tell you, Nols? You're Nals. not having a sleeper on, over on Friday if you don't get the homework done. Yeah, it's it. that's the deal. And, and pick up those skates. How many times am I going to trip on the skates? Nols. Anyway, uh, uh, we're going to have fun. We're going to have a good time today. I, Michelle going, Liam, uh, Alexis, Michelle, <laughs> Liam, Michelle, Alexis, Michelle going, yeah, yeah. Uh, ugh. I mean, there was something very sweet about this interaction and I was cringing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I think Alexis and Candy are producers contestants. So they're mm. kind of like their their approaches to producer contestant producing are a little different, but they're both happening at the same time. Same time. Uh, Mary, one of the questions I'm just going to segue into the next part here. So one of the one of the questions I asked myself was, why did I feel like this improv challenge was so successful? 
there's probably a lot of reasons, but the first one that I want to talk about is that RuPaul was a part of the acting and the directing, clearly. I mean, this was a production. I, like, kudos to everybody involved to, like, pulled this together probably in pretty incredible time. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of it they had pre-filmed and had prepared, and they just had to, like, slide scenes in, but there's still a lot of work there. I, yeah, I thought this was really funny. I thought it had... A point of view that wasn't just it, it I guess in some ways the editing could kind of clean up any rough edges any of the mm-hmm. queens may have left behind so mm-hmm. like we weren't just stuck watching queens do bad improv because the editing and the production were so slick there was only one scene that I thought was really bad otherwise I thought every other scene was great mm-hmm. uh, which scene did you feel not was not good uh, the scene with Alexis, Jimbo, and Candy. Yeah, I could feel. I mean, I, certainly there were moments with Kahano where I could I could see the wheels turning a little bit, but she she didn't do terribly. But I, I don't do think agree. so at all. Yeah. No, I th- I think when she when she was like, and now I'm a bigger bitch, and that's real growth. I thought, oh, that's actually really funny. Yeah, really I wrote clever. that down. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> um, but no, the scene I I. On second watch, I could really see what Michelle and what the other judges were saying about Alexis Michelle, where it was like the character was there. The look was there. Like all of that was Mm. there. But like, where was that like extra thing? You know, I can say the same about Candy Muse. It was too, to, to me, Alexis tried to make jokes and it just was, it was too aware of itself. It was too planned. That wasn't the challenge. The, the, you know, to like have these kind of, it almost looked like or sounded like predetermined jokes, like the one about mm-hmm. Michelle Visage, right? This case has more holes in it than Michelle Visage. Like that's a line. It wasn't this character that came off and, you know, was funny. Uh, it mm-hmm. was, th- th- there was too much control, too much control. Yeah. And like a setup like that, like this, this has more holes in it. Then you're like, okay, what are you going to give me? Where are we going to go? Swiss cheese. Oh, Michelle Visage. Okay. Michelle Visage. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. She's such a whore. Yeah. Oh my God. How many (laughs) buttholes does Michelle Visage have? Like, I like, what is this joke? Yeah. That, uh, to me, Alexis kind of performed the weakest. Not that she was like bad, but it wasn't, it was clearly less than the others. Yeah, I agree. And and certainly not the same as Candy's role. I mean, Alexis no. was a cameo. Alexis was a cameo. I one of my favorite parts. Oh god, with and, and you know, credit to Kahana when Candy goes, "Where is the body? Akiria is the body." If we don't if make she these had references. Said, yes, exactly, exactly. The only if I'm going to nitpick, I will Miss Akiria is the body. I just wanted her to add the miss to get the lyric pr- like correct, but brilliant, very quick credit to Kahana. I just wanted the delivery to be a little different. I wanted it to be like, where is the body? Miss Akiria is the body. You know, like it mm. needed to be, there needed to be a matchy-matchy there, but. Um, yes. Where know. is the body? Miss Akiria is the body. And then if yeah. she did the movement. Uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's really if we don't make these references, we lose these references. I need the movement. I need that little salute uh, dance that yes, Kira yeah, does. Yes, the salute dance. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh God, she's so good. She is so good in that finale song. Oh my God, yeah. Queen uh, Kira. Uh, uh, I think we should do an episode on like 
like not underappreciated queens, but like it kind of had people like we don't talk enough about these queens. But I feel like a right. queen like Akiria like mm. deserves like what are my what are our top five favorite Akiria moments? Mary, she and you know I can name three of them right now, but one of them is during Trinity K. Bonet's Dua Lipa lip sync. All night, Araya with you, and then they cut to Akira just like doing the the hand clapping. Oh, oh. yes, 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 oh. yes, yes, yes. I mean, one of my other favorites is when she jumps away screaming and crying when she gets the video message and on top. Oh my god! Yes. Oh, it's yes. it's one of my yes. it's it's unmatched in some ways in terms of untouched uh. moments and just the drama. The um, Miss Akira is the body choreography that moment in the finale, and then uh, the other one that comes to mind is her as Prince. Just because that, I just thought that performance was so good. Yeah, she was great as Prince. I mean, that speaking of at that LAPD or DP challenge, the other improv challenge, she won oh. that challenge, and yeah. she was twerking and crying. That yes. was really great. Yes. Akira, yeah, Akira is the uh, body, and she's a Davenport, isn't she? And she's a. Davenport. We love mm. a goddamn Davenport. We love a goddamn Davenport. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All our, and that could be a fun episode is our favorite Davenport moments, mm. you know? What do you want from me, Miss Merle? It's a Davenport moment. Oh, my you know? God. Kennedy, Kennedy coming out in half drag uh, mm-hmm. in Untucked. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to apologize. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's... Yeah, I, I don't know how many honey Davenport moments I have, but I do feel like that six-way lip sync and when she's like you know the the tar monster on the floor is at least memorable Mm, it's memorable well anyway back to this challenge i i here's here's just some thoughts right so i probably if i'm being honest i probably would have had jessica wild win this challenge I have to agree. I Thank really you. think that Jessica, I, this, I mean, listen, let's not waste any more time. Let's play the Taco Tuesday Please. clip. Because this, this is everything. This was everything. And, and, and the visuals, the facial expressions, the little pauses, Ugh. there is the nuance Ugh. to this. She's so good. So good. Here we go. She found her ETB card. And on a Taco Tuesday, she never left the car because she loved to celebrate Taco Tuesday. She liked the, the soft shell with carne asada. That's her favorite with guacamole. And guacamole is expensive, so she's not gonna live without her car. That was weird for me. That was weird for me. That was weird and, for me. And <laughs> here's like an interesting difference. You point out that Alexis was like making jokes. Jessica's not really making any no. jokes here. Mm-hmm. It's like the text itself is not a joke, but like the delivery, she never missed Taco Tuesday. Like the, just the, the, yeah. Uh, I mean, EP, e, EPT card or whatever, ETP card is the only joke, but like, I don't care. Like it, it worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was just like, Oh no, we know what you mean. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh was, yeah. No, she was great. Uh, the other one that was great was La La Rie. Now we've, we'd had a lot of discussions RuPaul loves this uh-huh. character, despite how perhaps problematic it may seem, right? This stereotype keeps getting rewarded on this show because RuPaul just loves it. And I got to say, you know, say what you want about that character. Um, there were no cracks in that performance. No, and I mean, and and I'm probably speaking at a turn here, but I feel like as much as someone could look at this and say, oh, you know, problematic or whatever, I also feel like, you know, what Lala was pointing to of like, oh, I know this woman. She reminds me of my auntie and all that. It's like, I think there's also like a, a 
it's like a beloved thing as well. Like, mm. oh, I know people like this in my life. We're like, sure. sure, these are not our like pillars of society, but like, oh, I know her and she's real and she's at the family reunion. And so I kind of feel like, I guess it would be different if, Alexis Michelle was playing this role for sure. I like that boggles me that Alexis wanted this part. I'm like, how was she gonna play it? Yeah, right. I was like, okay, all right, hon. There was just like a wink in the script that says she pronounces things eloquent, right? It's yeah. like that should be the sign that a certain person should play this role, right? Not or not anybody could play this role properly, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think Jimbo would have made sense in this no, role. No, you know, no. Um, I don't think Jessica Wilde should have played it. Even Jessica Wilde. This isn't even just a white people thing. This is just like no. in general. Like no, in general, mm-hmm. this is a very specific uh, character that you have to like tap into. And yeah, and I thought I thought that Lala took the beach ball and she did it. There were no cracks in this performance. You, I mean, even in her eyes, Mary, she just she became a different character. So again, like. Yes, I want to acknowledge, right, the the problematic stereotype that keeps showing up. We saw this with Simone. We saw this with uh, Trinity K. Bonet and all of it. But RuPaul just loves it. This show rewards it. So say what you want. Lala nailed it. She nailed it. I saw no cracks. I, I Just looking at her eyes, I was like, oh, she is somebody else right now. Yeah, this this was, as the judges would say, a really good week. For a Lala really Ree. good week. This yeah, was a absolutely. really good week for Lala Ree. Um I and and again, I'll go back to uh, Jessica Wild though. Jessica Wild had a different take on this challenge. It was Christopher Guest level. That's what it I was wasn't thinking, leaning yeah. on these just like easy stereotypes. You know what I mean? It was. I mean, it made me think about Parker Posey and waiting for Guffman. Yes, you know, like it had yes. that same kind of energy. And where again, like it, she's not punching the joke, she's not like leaning in. Um, it's just like, oh, you really believe what you're saying right now. Yeah, Jessica was great. She was really. Uh, it, I mean, listen, it needs to be said. She was best supporting Jessica this week. I. I, I usually like to save it, but she is my BSA of the week. Because oh, okay, okay. This, I, I mean, I'm, RuPaul's I'm all for close. It. RuPaul's I'm close. I'm all for it. I yeah. think RuPaul for the entire episode for me, it was like that's an unsung part to why this episode was successful. Um, the third best in this challenge was Eva Dense, and Fingers of Drag Race. We have another yep. addition. Uh, for the Marys that are kind of new to our podcast, Colin and I are cataloging the fingers of Drag Race. There's various fingers that are important in the canon. For instance, Nina Bonita Brown pointing at the season nine reunion. Mm-hmm. You have Cheryl Hole pointing to various numbers during a challenge. Uh, you have uh, Simone had a bunch of fingers of Drag Race when she was kind of dialing mm-hmm. uh, during a lip sync once. You have That's It by RuPaul pointing at Candy Muse. There's various fingers of Drag Race. Mich- Michelle has three. Oh, yes. No. And yes. Right. 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 Uh, But now Eva Dent's Jimbo has a stink finger. A stink finger. I mean, I I knew Jimbo was going to do great this challenge. And like as soon as they cut to her, I was like, oh, she's going to win this week. She could be Mm -hmm. top. She could be safe. She's fine. Like, this is it. And um, 
Yeah, I thought she was. I thought she was really strong, and and had lots of little nuances and in terms of like when they were showing her investigating the crime scene and spraying mm. the spray in her mouth uh-huh. and putting the brush yeah. in her mouth. Like it, it was. She was constantly like giving you stuff. Uh, she's like, and uh, I didn't find any DNA because dolls don't have DNA. Uh, yeah, just like a funny kind of funny realization almost. Uh, right, that, that right. felt very improvised. Um, then you know, Candy I thought was fine. I thought Candy was very funny. Uh, I think the the lollipop really helped. Um, you know, I didn't have a problem with Candy uh, at all. The lollipop certainly wants to make its way to the time capsule. We shall see. Yes, I uh, listen. I am I am team Visage here when it's like. You were just being Candy, and I. She's just being Miley. She's yeah. just being Miley, and I feel like Michelle. Sure, sometimes she's got hot takes that you know need to cool down a little bit. But I remember her having that similar critique of Alexis, not Alexis Michelle, uh, Alyssa Edwards. I guess in maybe her original season, where it's just like she's like, "Oh yeah, you're so funny," but like, "Yeah, but is it? But is it okay? Like, why do we keep excusing it because it's entertaining if it's not meeting?" the standards of the challenge. And I do feel like at this point, I have never seen Candy Muse play a character that isn't basically Candy Muse with Groucho Marx glasses and a mustache on. (laughs) Well, and as RuPaul says, I mean, RuPaul just kind of like slammed that critique down. was like, yeah, but I like Candy, so it doesn't matter. And that's basically what they said to Alyssa. So in in a way, it is a little consistent. I, if you like that character of Candy, like it's just entertaining. Um, I thought Candy had some good reactions throughout uh, you know, it was I wasn't distracted that Candy was playing herself. Um, I don't know. I w- w- did she deserve to be in the bottom over Kahana? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I did think it was really funny. Yeah, when when Candy found the Evie Oddly cat, and I just I thought yes. the little nuance of her going a pussy <laughs> was really funny. A pussy that was really funny. I'll give her that. Um, a, pussy. a pussy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Candy was. I don't know. Candy was fine. Um, it, it, it was hard to find people that you could put in the bottom this week. So if you were only going off of the critiques, it felt like Candy should have been the bottom over Kahana. Yeah. I mean, I think watching it again, it's like Candy is good at playing the Candy character where we certainly saw Kahana working hard to play a different character. And so like, if it's a matter of like, mm. did you play a different character or did you do this well you know what i mean did i Mm. was i nervous watching you i wasn't nervous watching candy you know um whereas kahana i was like oh is she gonna land it is she gonna land it oh she landed it sort of yeah it's true i mean if if i'm gonna quote another drag race moment the cut print emmy moment for me and i we said this before was rupaul reenacting as lala killing lil pound cake it was great. The face she was making when she was holding up the arm. Oh, my God. I mean, oh my God. I loved it. I I love when RuPaul, I mean, to take from the Gospel of Jimbo, when RuPaul finds the joy in something and shares uh-huh. it, you know? Uh-huh. She loves music, loves to dance, you know, okay. just like Mary Higgins Clark. She... Uh, love music, love to dance. Yeah, yeah loves disco. colors. It's a company town. Yes, I, love col- yeah. I love color. I love colors. I love music. I love to dance. I just love him. Yeah, I do too. I, you uh, know, 
Um, <laughs> uh, another nuance I just wanted to appreciate from this. I don't know if they were directed to do this. It feels like they were because they both did it. But at the end, when it's Jessica and Kahana coming back onto the runway, that like was so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Just like remembering, like yeah. oh, we were remember when we did this. I, that was a great nuance. Just putting their hands on their chests. So because that is a thing that happens in these stupid documentaries. Yes. It's like oh, then yeah. the survivors come back and go back oh, to the scene. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh, yeah. remember this? Like it's just that was very clever. Uh, yeah. And one thing I want to point out in general, which I know that it's not a major change, but it freshened things up. Was a we didn't watch them filming any of this, right? And B, this happened before the runway. So it also wasn't like this pantomime of like, okay, let's now watch Forensic Queens for 15 uh-huh. minutes on the runway. Right. And instead, it happens like between workroom segments. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, we're not at the, we're, no, we're, where are we? We're back in the workroom. And I kind of found that like a refreshing little change. Oh, I thought it freshened up the momentum and the, I don't know, the order of the show. It, it, yeah, it felt so much better Yeah, than to like wait and to do all the workroom stuff. No, it, it was a really, really good decision to put that there. Uh, one other little nuance I noticed that I think just we should call out because it's important, uh, but Alexis huffing the finger like poppers is just a brilliant choice. That was probably her strongest moment in the challenge. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I mean, I thought it was a strong choice to dress the way she did, kind of like a, 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 a Nancy, you know. Oh, she, I mean, she she looked like she would have been like uh, a guest on a Fox News panel. I mean, it was mm. really like um, she was giving me Judge Janine Tabrera. What's her name? What's that judge? Her. Name? I know who you're talking about. You know about. who I'm talking yep. about? I'm going to yep. judge. Janine Pirro. Yeah. Yeah. Pirro. Yeah. She like yells a lot. Yeah. She was giving me. Let me see if I'm. Did I. Am I making this up that she's giving me Janine Pirro? No. You're. I hear no. what you're saying. I hear Big Janine Pirro energy. Yeah. Big Pirro energy. Absolutely. BPE, honey. Mm, B- BPE. Wonderful. Any other notes on this challenge, Mary? Uh, no. I, I really. I enjoyed it. I thought this was. Like, this is also the kind of, like, production of a challenge of, like, oh, yeah, this is an All-Stars challenge. Yeah. You guys, yes. like... Yes, um, up, and up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought this was really fun, and I hope they do more stuff like this. Similar to, you know, it made me think about, like, the Daytona Wind challenges and how those have a production to them that I feel like is part of it. And it's like, you're putting on a good... You're putting on a good segment right now. We loved the... I think it was season 14 when they did the teasers for a, a drag race season. Yep. Very mm-hmm. produced, right? Like, I don't know, uh, with cornbread around the, the table or whatever. Uh, it was, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, I like when they're overproduced. I like when they pull a floor show like drag. Yes. It's a floor show approach. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you got to do a floor show approach. You got to make it edited uh and 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 show the best that you can uh yeah. add the production value like it's worth it it's worth it you want it to be an entertaining show i mean that's why i think the rusical worked well right there was a lot of money put into the production of it mhm well and i think wig loose is an example of this i mean I know we yep. we also were yep. like well is it so well produced that the queens that it, that it outpaces the queens and it's like yeah, doesn't matter. Like, you know? how much nitpicking does one want to do? You know what I mean? Do you want a good show or not? You know right. what I mean? Do you right. do you want right. another farmer rusical? Is that what you want? 
You yeah. want a farmer musical? Yeah. Okay. No. All right, no, hon. No, no, no. Yeah. Go, go, wire hangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. My friend Melissa pointed oh, that out, and I saw it wow. on the internet. But yes, it's go, go, Power Rangers. Oh, you know what? Yes. Oh, good call. No, no. Anyway, uh, the runway, Mary, I, I don't have many thoughts here. I thought it was really boring. Yeah, I mean, RuPaul had her butt work look on. I Every time I looked at that license plate, I don't know. Oh, I got it's a little butt dyslexic. Work, yeah. And yeah, I saw butt, butt work. work, not you better work. Yeah. yeah um, I definitely like saw that, butt work. <laughs> it's like that license plate that's A N U S T A R T, and they think it's as a new start, but it's, you know, anus tart. Anus tart. Mmm, yeah. sounds delicious. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but, butt work. Butt work. Butt work. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, listen, I. I'll I'll say that for a runway that I have to agree, maybe had one or two standouts, but overall was like, okay, three queens got the beat. Um, in case anybody forgot, this is an opportunity to remind you that every week we want to know oh. what queen on the runway gets this part of the song. Uh, oh yeah, ooh, you like these big tits? Ooh. You know who got it this week? Jimbo. Uh, let's see. Jimbo is one of the queens who got it. Do you know who else got it this week? No. Jessica in that wiener dress and Candy in that throwback to the backpack look she wore in when she fought with Tamisha because you're not- You won't hit me. You won't hit me. I love her. You won't hit me. Nope. You won't hit me. Girl, I said Jess, you get the little girl. Shut the I'm the right one for you, little girl. At the end of the day, you walk in here. Why fight it? Okay? (laughs) (laughs) You won't hit me. Why fight it? Okay? I mean, it's... (laughs) Oh, God. At this point, it's such a rattle in my head of like, you won't hit me. You won't Mm. hit me. I'm the right one for you, little girl. You won't hit me. Like, I really like... I, I, you know, I ease out all the nuance and I just... You know. So the the four standouts for me were, and the, I'll say the best for last was uh, was Candy. I thought Candy's look was great. I like Jimbo's huge tits. Alexis's man pig look I thought was really kind of clever and fun. But the best look by far, by far, was Darian Lake. Let me remember, because I did watch the Fame Games. I'm queen of the Fame Games. What was her character? Who did she Miss Shapen. Oh, right. It was so Project Runway. Oh, yes. I really think Darian, she has been the front runner of the Fame Games. And I, I, yeah, the front runner. And you know what? I got I to gotta call this out. I know this might sound shady. It's just my opinion, Marys. But the, the Fame Games... At the end of Untucked, first of all, the fact that it's at the end of Untucked is doing a disservice to everybody. But the second thing that is doing a disservice is by putting Monica first. Because all of Monica's looks are never the best looks. Oh, I know. I mean, she's a cutie patootie, but like, she's what adorable. was this? What was the I'm, sunlight was on the like, skin? Whoa. I was like, open the shades, honey. You know, oh, like, honey. But the sun illuminate the words that you could not find reaching. Anyway. She uh, is reaching. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't stretch before that runway. No, mm. you know, she looked she looked nice. It's just compared to like an all-stars, the girls are calling them package, packages, right? Compared to an all-stars package, I'm just like, oh, I'd rather see the second, third, or fourth for the fame games. Like start 
with something stronger because by starting on that note each week with Monica and that you know face on her face I'm just like ah oh, this isn't fun I mean it it reinforces that feeling of like oh man this this was a sad day. They were and not like, paid for this. Yeah, and like, what's next week going to be? Are they going to make these girls make a look? Yes, Mary. Oh my god. Oh, you know what? Maybe not. I feel like the one week that because the, they didn't they do mm-hmm. a design challenge. I don't think that they did. Yeah, I the think ball. They, yeah. Well, what it worked out was they had two other pre-made looks right. for that that week, but they didn't right. have to make anything. Maybe, yeah. maybe not. Well, well, I guess we'll have to see. We'll have to tune in. Right? I guess yeah, you know, we'll have to tune in, tune in yeah. and vote. Make sure to vote. Um, yeah, make sure you vote, little girl. You know the one thing I would say I did I did really appreciate. I thought Alexis's look was a lot of like it was a lot of ideas, but I was like I I thought it was really cool. I thought it would have been one more extra twist if the top of her scepter was a popper's bottle that she could like mm-hmm. open and sniff. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. No, I hear that. I think that's smart. I, I, if I were to cut anything, it would have been the hanky or to like do the hanky as the bottom instead of the piss, right? Like it, there was just a mm, lot. I would have cut the hanky. I felt like it was like we get it. Like, yeah, we get yeah. it. You have sex. You know, there's also a little bit of that of like, we get it. You have oh, sex. I w- I'm not there. I'm not there. Oh, not I there. just I feel like it's that kind of person is like, oh, so who here has been in a swing? And it's like, oh, God, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, you're. You but, don't okay. like that personality, though. I know that about you, right? I, just, so I do I, sense some bias there. I am, I am of the Rose Island point of view that that the people who tend to have the most sex are the ones who aren't talking about it all the time. Uh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, I just think that at a certain point, it's like I think you just want us to think of you as this like very sexy person. Just be it. Just be. Just be it. Stop trying to like shove it down my throat or up my ass, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't thought that deeply about that actually. So well, give me, yeah. give me a week, give me a week. Yeah, but it was a great uh, look. But it was a great look. So, well, we find out, you know, Jimbo kind of has a top. Uh, Candy is safe, right? With Jimbo, I think. Um, not a top. Candy and Jimbo uh, are safe. And yeah. Lala wins. You know, I'll say Lala this. Lala wins. Yeah, Lala wins. Right Lala's right. look yeah. was all character, zero fashion. And I, I appreciated mm-hmm. that there was still like a space for that. Like, did I think it was like a aesthetically great look? I mean, no, but the character was not supposed to be an aesthetically great look. So I liked that that kind of look was given love. Um, You know, Alexis and Kahana are in the bottom. It, it To me, it seemed very obvious, the choice. And I was surprised actually that Somebody didn't pull the patch and vote Alexis off. So I, I was, was surprised. Yeah. Oh, you. Yeah, right. Exactly. I was. Expecting so it was it. a surprise ending. I was surprised. Yeah. Um, the lip sync to me, Mary, the lip sync was fine. I felt like Georges was just like so muted. Do you think she threw this? Oh, Lotus. I don't need to hear that ever again. Same. I do not need to hear Lotus ever again. Um I don't know. It it felt to me like this was a, oh, they changed the song last minute. That's kind of how this felt to me. I, uh, at least from George's point of view, because it was, I mean, people on on Reddit, I still looked a little bit. They were like, well, this is kind of George's thing. She's a little dead behind the eyes and lip syncs. And I was like, <laughs> kind of forgot about that. I mean, in comparison, Lala was uh, so much she fun to watch. Yeah. She had comedy. She had, comedy. She had energy. 
I also, I need to point out that this is the, Lala does that little walk, that like funny little yes. walk, yes. which is the same funny little walk that Ginger Minge did to another Lizzo song on All-Star 6. Oh. All-Star 6 minute, or 5? Yes. It was, uh, where the hell my phone? It was All-Stars. Yeah. Yep. Six, five. Let's Man, get what? this over with. Five? Yeah. I it was against be- uh, Mayhem, right? I think that was five. No, Mayhem was with Mayhem was with India because I remember them in the improv challenge and India was with Derek. I think this was season five. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, um, in any event. Succeeded. In any event, we got an Alexis reaction that uh, another just high drag moment where I'm just like. Uh, oh, when uh, Alexis was safe, that gasp. Yes, oh, my God. Gasp. That was great. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> <gasps> So good. She's she's wonderful on television to just keep things interesting, keep people talking. I don't know. There's you got to you got to give credit where credits due. Her candy, however you feel about these very polarizing figures on TV, are very interesting. Otherwise, this is just going to be a Jimbo show. I mean, I from what I see on Reddit, a lot of people are really enjoying the dramatics of Alexis Michelle and are enjoying oh. her as good TV. I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people talking That's about good. how much they're enjoying watching this. And again, I'm not looking at what, you know, Twitter is talking about because Twitter is sure. just trying to pull barbed wire out of their butthole uh, to feel something. They're a bunch of pick me's. Yeah, yeah for sure. pick me 27. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I one little detail was that Kahana did her exit line too far downstage. She needed to be further back. <laughs> and her jacket should be longer than her shirt. <laughs> Where is that right. button? Where is that that's button? Right. Oh, Drug! And your jacket should be longer than your shirt. <laughs> well, you've succeeded. Uh, Mary, you crowned her earlier, but do you want to mention your BSA again? Jessica, I just, I, you know, RuPaul gets a very special award and it's very possible to give it to RuPaul. And I, I almost did, but I think, yeah. I think I'm going to give it to Jessica just for the opportunity to give it to Jessica. All right. Well, let's give it to Jessica to death, Mary. <laughs> yeah. Let's give it to Jessica to death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wonderful. Well, I, I think next week it's Alexis's turn. To well, that's go what home. they're Oh yeah, because like they're set. It's going to be a design challenge. The preview sets it up that Alexis is going to do well. But I think. Oh well, where did you see that in the preview? I I was getting them. I mean, they didn't show her struggling. They showed Candy oh. struggling. They showed Jessica struggling. I feel like we know Lala isn't. I mean, we we saw what Lala made for the ball this week. This uh-huh. challenge, this season, and I loved it. I think but... I think Alexis is going to have that edit of like I was helping my sisters oh. and I didn't really finish my look. That's yes. probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, more importantly, we also get Chanel in the workroom again uh, next week. Uh, and I just like, let me one TV. more time remind you all the importance of Chanel and to go watch that Maya Mortal lip sync because mm. Chanel, my emotional state is actually very emotional right now. Uh, let's do that next week, Mary. Let's let's do that for Matreon. That lip sync? Yeah, that lip sync. Let's do I it. Well, maybe we'll that. add like another one or two, you know, just to fill out the episode. Yeah, but, like, yeah. For sure. Let's let's talk about that lip sync next week. I'd love to do that. Oh, I'd love that. All right, Marys. Well, I think we're going to leave it there. If you have any thoughts on Forensic Queens, you can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. 
And you can find more of me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where we clean out on best supporting actresses like Jessica Wilde or RuPaul Charles, Ruth Paul, if you will. Uh, you can also find more of me on Instagram at CollinDrucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us including next week a breakdown of Chanel and other uh, infamous lip syncs. And plus some thoughts this week on the other two, some thoughts on Joan is Awful from the new season of Black Mirror, mm. uh, and so much more, including Only Mary's episodes where we are going deeper, harder, faster, and wetter, all at all patreon.com slash Mary. All right, Mary. Well, what is our last chance lip sync this week? Well, you know, given the fact that some that that we were kind of recreating things and given the fact that there were a lot of dramatics in the room and given the fact that there was uh, there were queens who needed to who felt that they needed to leave the competition. I thought, let's not kill any birds with any stones. Let's hug three puppies with one arm and do I got to go from co-op from the original cast album episode of Documentary Now sung by Paula Pell. Oh, that's a great choice, Mary. Yeah. Well, uh, I got to go. We got to go. And uh, Mary's, we'll uh, see you next time. Yeah, and you know what? Tot scenes. My glass slippers, now they're Meryl's. And Prince Charming, he's just Ron. Spell is broken, unenchanted. Someone else's sheets are soiled. Linen she picked up at Bloomies for a marriage that I spoiled. I gotta go I gotta hail a pumpkin coach And I gotta go This ain't my room, my man of roach And I gotta go I deserve better or different or worse 